From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to a special weekend edition of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Um, making up for not broadcasting yesterday, it was such a crazy news week. I mean, it finally caught up to me and I got ill, so, uh, so there was no WTF Friday uh, yesterday, but I will make it up to you today with WTF Friday on the Saturday. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, oh my goodness, it has been, it would be an understatement to say that this was a very busy news week. It was worse than that. <coughs> Pardon me. It was definitely crazy on steroids. From Devin Archer's testimony all the way to Jack Squat's, uh, Jack Smith's uh, arraignment of Donald Trump in D.C. Oh my goodness. And, and a few other things for today that we're just going to throw in for fun because they're, it's funny in certain ways, but given the context, eh, well anyway, I will let you be the judge. It's that simple. So before we get into the craziness, just wanted to let you know that if you wanted to send us email, uh, questions, comments, what have you, shout outs, inblackandright at gmail.com or our website inblackandright.net. And we've got some new things coming for the month of August. Uh, just kind of taking the time to make sure everything is all set for you. And I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later before the, uh, the end of the program. Well, my friends, all right, here we go. We now have had uh, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former best friend and business associate, testify before the House Oversight Committee in a closed-door session. Now, it's interesting, some of the things that have come out of that, not so much, I mean, the transcripts are out. They, have, they were released on Thursday of Devin Archer's testimony. But now, of course, in typical, I think we're smarter than you style, the Democrats threw one of their boys, Dan Goldman, a very elitist, very progressive, very white uh, guy who thinks he is smarter than God. Now, Goldman and many others were doing their best to try the old Jedi mind trick, a little song and dance. Oh, look, here's a squirrel for you to follow. Mm-mm. Now, I love this. I mean, watching Goldman was pathetic. He tried so hard to be too cute by half. Uh, on CNN, on MSLSD, he, the boy was a mess. Well, leave it to the mainstream media to uh, catch this clown. Now, 
Captain, this is a story from the Blaze. Uh, CBS headline: CBS reporter smacks down Dem lawmaker for trying to deceive on what Devin Archer actually testified. Now, this was a story. Let's see. Let's see the date. Yeah, August fourth. So yesterday, this came out on the Blaze. Now, CBS uh, investigative reporter Catherine Harridge. Uh, who used to be on Fox for many years. I really appreciated her work. Uh, pretty much <clears throat> uh, took some of Dan Goldman's uh, spin and she busted him. She busted him hard. Now, you know if you're a Democrat and a mainstream media reporter bust you on something you said or tried to at least... Uh, tried to put out there as honest, uh-uh, no, no, no. My friends, here we go. I want to play the report from Katherine Herridge of CBS News, and this is just absolutely, <laughs> thank you, Katherine Herridge. That's all I can say, thank you, ma'am, because this was absolutely a mess, so. It's not a very long clip here, but here's her report on CBS News. Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from Republicans and Democrats about Devin Archer's testimony, but now we can see the full transcript. Uh, you'll recall that Democrat uh, Congressman Dan Goldman said that Archer testified that it was the illusion of access to Joe Biden that Hunter Biden was offering to these clients. But in fact, when you look at the transcript, what you see is that that phrase, illusion of access, is in Dan Goldman's question. Yeah. It's actually not what Devin Archer testified to. He says, yes, but that's not quite fair. This was about showing that there was the signal that there's influence and, and access here. Well, earlier... Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine Herridge. Yep. This is what you get, Dan Goldman, and all you other Democrats, when you try to be too cute by half. Because sometimes it comes back and bites you square in the arse. And this is exactly what happened. Everything, this is why things that come out of Democrats' mouths should be looked at and taken with a grain of salt. It just should be. Because now you've got a mainstream media reporter. I mean, this is from the transcript. The transcript. Not anybody else's reporting, but the transcript itself. So to say that, well, that was taken out of context. BS. You got busted. Own your stuff and move on. But, oh my goodness. Oh, but it gets better. You know, we're moving right along the week. Now, of course, Thursday, the big day in Washington when Trump went before the D.C. Uh, the D.C. judge and all that to get his arraignment and, all, and so forth. You know, and what from, you know, it, it's just, it's a show. It's an absolute twisted show because Jack Smith or Jack Squat, whichever you prefer, 
I mean, come on, really? He's got bloodlust. He is not nearly as cool as he thinks he is. But he is going to go for it anyway. No matter what. But here's an interesting story from the Gateway Pundit. Again from yesterday. Now, the headline reads, Attorney reveals the quote-unquote exculpatory evidence Jack Smith possesses that exonerates President Trump. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Well, as I read the story a little further, I started to figure, I started to see why. It turns out that special counsel Jack Smith either failed to review evidence that exonerates President Trump and Mayor Rudy Giuliani, or he ignored the findings altogether. Now, Rudy Giuliani is going to be one of those unindicted co-conspirators. I uh, Certainly, he is, even though it's not official, but yeah, Rudy figures he's going to get it. Plus, John Eastman, another attorney, he's going to be uh, indicted for his work with uh, President Trump. But, continuing on, Tim Parlatore... The attorney for former New York City Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick told CBS News that Smith's office has within thousands of pages of records turned over by Carrick that contain exculpatory evidence, quote-unquote. The exact reason why Smith has not disclosed this critical information remains unclear. According to CBS News, these documents were submitted to Smith on July 23rd. Carrick's legal team says that these materials, which include affidavits under oath from people raising concerns regarding the integrity of the 2020 presidential contest, demonstrates that there was an honest effort to investigate voter fraud claims in the election. Okay, there we go. Just a little bit of that story. And interesting, you know, I Jack Smith isn't interested in exculpatory evidence. He's not interested in the truth. He is not interested in real justice. He now feels he is comfortable because it's on his battlefield, DC, the D.C. swamp. You've got the judge in the case who is loaded up to her ever-loving Obama-worshipping eyeballs in conflict of interest. Obama appointee has given thousands of dollars to the DNC, has been involved in other cases, which definitely she needs to recuse herself. And you sh I'm going to try to find all the stuff that Cash Patel has because he knows things. And Trump's legal team is getting all kinds of help uh, from outsiders like Cash Patel because Cash Patel is a former federal prosecutor and worked with Devin Nunes as the lead investigator on Russiagate and has had dealings with this Tanya Chutkin. Now also Mark Levin the great one. Now he's even laid out a strategy to help the Trump team and I'm like wow Holy cow, folks, this is pretty intense. Now, for those who don't know about Mark Levin's past, this is not his first rodeo. He's not just a great conservative commentator, but 
He was also for eight years the chief of staff to Reagan's attorney general, Ed Meese. So he knows how the DOJ works in, from the inside because Ed Meese was a great attorney general and Levin knows stuff. And he's no stranger. He's, I mean, he founded the Landmark Legal Foundation, uh, constitutional scholar, has written, you know, multi, multi millions of books sold as a New York Times uh, best-selling author. So interesting how a lot of this is coming about to help Trump because frankly, and I know there are those of you who are Trump derangement syndrome sufferers, but you know, there are even some of you though rare that are beginning to understand that this ain't exactly cool <laughs> i mean it's, it's not exactly cool i mean yeah you hate trump you know you got whatever but come on if this is going to be the standard for years to come that attorneys and people who aren't going to go with the whole left-wing government uh, narrative. You know, we're going to squash you like a bug. If you're an attorney and you try to help these people, we're going to squash you too. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's this, uh, that's what, Project 65, something like that. But these are full-on left-wingers who will destroy any attorney and get you disbarred if you try to help someone who fights against this totalitarian communist regime and de and actually demanding things like free speech, the First Amendment? No. They're going to basically do that. They're going balls to the walls. Pardon my French, but hey. They're going to go after attorneys. They're going to go after politicians because, well, he, they're calling it, well, Trump lied about the election. I said, no, no. He didn't agree with certain things and he was investigating. But to say that you can't have a contrary opinion to something just because the government says so, screw you and the horse you rode in on. But this is what it's about. It's not about, I mean, no. If you're going to go for this whole thing with January 6th and blah 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 that case should if you had a fair judge would be blown out of the water absolutely blown out of the water uh, and anything else but this is Jack Squat's dream it's in DC you've got a messed up corrupt to the core judiciary a taint a, a jury pool that's so tainted and so poisonous <laughs> makes East Palestine, Ohio look like paradise. Oh, I'm sorry, East Palestine. I shouldn't have said that. But, but yeah, this is exactly what he wanted. On his turf, on his terms, with his allies, and they're going to try to do everything they can by hook, by crook, by whatever to stop any kind of discovery um, any type of exculpatory evidence will not be seen by Trump's attorneys. 
and you sure as heck ain't going to get a change of venue or a recusal of the judge even though there's conflicts of interest up the wazoo so this is going to be fun but you know trump was cool though trump was real cool because i mean after all the turmoil the drama the trauma yesterday that man, I saw the look on his face when he was getting on Trump Force One to leave D.C., Reagan National, heading back to Bedminster. This was a man focused, absolutely focused, because he understands what the deal is. He understands what Jack Smith and all the other swamp creatures, he understands what they're trying to do. Get him off his game, get him distracted, drain him of resources. I said, you know, that's sick. That's really twisted. And one thing that makes Trump as cool as he is, his, the guy who is his maintenance man at Mar-a-Lago, who was named as a defendant, he's paying his legal fees. I'm like, whoa. What kind of a boss would do that? I mean, Trump's not worried about it. He's not. But he understands. They're using his maintenance guy at Mar-a-Lago as a tool to twi in the documents case to turn him over to flip him and say, all you have to do is just tell lie about Trump. That's all you have to do. We'll leave you alone. We won't leave you, we won't burden you with all these legal fees. I mean, this is just a guy, a working guy, probably has a, has a, a wife and kids, Mr. De Oliveira. You know, and he's getting sucked in to Jack Smith's sick, twisted whirlwind because he can. And he wants to inflict as much pain on this man as he wants to on Donald Trump. And Trump's like, nope. He's, he's taking care of his employees' legal fees. Holy cow. What kind of a guy does that? Oh, Trump's a racist. He's mean. He has mean tweets. It's like, I'm sick of it. I'm truly sick of it, and I will slap anybody who will do that. I'm done. If you don't understand that the same Donald Trump whose tweets you hate is the same Donald Trump who's trying to save this country... From turning into a full-blown third world banana republic hellhole. But nope, 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 nope. You have to put your feelings, your opinions, and worship your opinions and make sure that everybody else makes sure you're heard. I'm like, I'm like, I don't need to hear you. It's like you're a ditz. <laughs> Sit down. If you don't understand this is life in wartime, I can't help you. And I really don't want to help you because if you can be that easily manipulated, it's like, mm, oh well, I, I better be careful. I better be careful. But not that careful. But I'll tell you what, that's pretty wild. Now, of course, let's get into a little bit of the bigger picture here because the timing of all of this this week <laughs> it's so predictable my god i could set my watch by it 
I mean, you have Devin Archer dropping bombshell testimony, truth bombs like crazy, uh, at his uh, hearing uh, with uh, the Oversight Committee. And Jack Squat, right on cue the next day, oh, we have, no we have more indictments against Trump. I'm like, the timing stinks, people. I mean, I've told people this for years. When you see certain events happen, look at the timing. Look at the timing because it will tell you most everything, if not everything, as to why they're doing it. It's a big honking squirrel. Oh, yes, we have Devin Archer saying that uh, Hunter Biden used his daddy for influence. You know, you've got Democrats trying to get all cute, saying, oh, it was an illusion of access. Well, Dan Goldman got busted. Gee, I thought you were so smart, Dan. <laughs> Ugh. Goofy mofo. But I'll tell you, it, uh, there's so much going on. Now, and the nervous Nellies in the GOP are just as bad as the Democrats. Oh, we don't want to talk about this. Nobody's talking about Hunter. Oh, no, we want to... Shut up. Because if you're going to be that much of a wuss, you never should have been elected to office in the first place. We have real problems. I've told people many times, especially my wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ, we're at war, people. If you're not willing to adopt a wartime mindset, a wartime footing then do not be surprised if we blow it. Don't be surprised because this is our last shot at it. Because if Biden and his cronies, I mean, what? Mark Levin's got his book coming out, The Democrat Party Hates America. And oh, what? And people are getting all freaked out. They're all offended. I said, shoot, I can't wait for it. It's like, I might even have to ask if I can get an autographed copy because I don't see where he's wrong. The, the Democrat Party does hate this country. Look what they're doing to Trump. Look what they're doing to average people. If you don't get with their program, they will squash you like a bug. Case in point. Now, any, I don't know if anybody remembers Mark Houck. Mark Houck is a dad, a husband. I think he has like seven kids. He's a pro-life activist. He's a devout Catholic. And yet, because of that, and the FBI's bloodlust to try to squash evangelicals, Catholics, or any person of faith, for all he does is stand out, praise the rosary, in front of an abortion clinic and people have cow more cows to start numerous dairy farms but yet the FBI took it further they took it a whole lot further this is just straight-up evil now Mark Houck had offered to come in to the FBI and surrender himself but no Man, uh, Christopher Ray and his jackbooted thugs, the American KGB, had to show up fully armored, tactical gear, 
scared the hell out of his wife and his kids. And just because they wanted to make a point. They did the same thing with Roger Stone. Uh, Roger Stone lives in South Florida. And they showed up at his place 6 a.m. He's in his robe. You got a CNN camera crew there with an FBI SWAT team. You cannot tell me if you have any kind of brains or any kind of integrity that there isn't a pattern to this? Really? I said, no, but anyway, Mark Houck, God bless him, he beat the courts. Yay! Happy, happy, hallelujah. And so now, this is a guy who understands what it's like to be put through the ringer by a deep state, a security state that has absolutely all kinds of problems with people of faith. And especially, for whatever reason, Catholics. You know, what the hell business is it of the FBI to recruit people, human, inform human informants or government informants, to go into certain Catholic parishes that practice the Latin Mass. This has nothing to do with law enforcement. This has to do with Satan, who is going to do whatever he can, and he will use whoever he has to, to try and do this. I mean, this makes no sense from a law enforcement perspective. Well, they're, they're Catholics, and they do the Latin Mass, and so therefore, they could be domestic terrorists. I'm like, gag. This whole thing with domestic terrorists, I mean, it's the boy who cried wolf on steroids. You know, if you're a mom or dad who disagrees with your local school board about the messed up pornographic demonic curriculum that wants to be shoved down your kids' throats, you're a domestic terrorist! You're a domestic terrorist! If you're someone who's Catholic, I'm not, but I have plenty of friends who are, and if they observe the Latin Mass, you're a domestic terrorist! You're a domestic terrorist! I just want to tell these people half the time it's like and all those who just want to get all weirded out and freaked out it's like shut up and have a Prozac and sit down we know anybody who understands that this is spiritual warfare knows who you who you've shown your allegiance to and then they're gonna be like that's like mm -mm. nope the great theologian Bob Dylan once said, it might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. And he is absolutely right. Because if you're not serving God, well, you only get two choices. So yeah. And I know there are going to be people who are mad at me. And I'm, and who knows? Maybe even the FBI is even listening and monitoring my podcasts. I don't know. But I have no problem whatsoever calling this for what it is. It's a mess. But Mark Houck, God bless him. He has just recently announced that he is running for Congress in Pennsylvania's first congressional district. Now he's he's primarying a Republican in 
in that district. But I'll tell you, it's wild to have. But I'm grateful. Oh, but I I love the story. The this was a story in the uh, in just the news about Hauk's nomination, and I love what he said. Uh, Mark Hauk did. He's like. I quote, I have seen firsthand what an out-of-control government can do to its citizens. <laughs> I will fight to protect all people and their rights under God and our Constitution. My platform is based on common sense. Now, I think that explains it pretty well. Mark Houck knows what it's like for these demonized, out-of-control security state yahoos over at the Feder at the fascist bureau of intimidation because that's all it was i mean why would you come to a guy you know with all of this tactical gear and armored up and everything got a wife and seven kids i mean this this is only to show how badass they really are how intimidating they can be all y'all are freaking bullies seriously freaking bullies but <laughs> It's it's interesting, but we, but so there's that. But I like this story that I came across. Now, we've all we now have Devin Archer's testimony. Heck, even Tucker Carlson got an interview with Devin Archer. Holy cow, folks, that's pretty intense. But anyway, so. But this is anything but over. Anything but over. We now have uh, Jim Jordan, the chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Apparently, he wants to go even deeper into the Hunter Biden probe. Now, this story, uh, House Judiciary Committee Chair Jim Jordan is not satisfied with the Justice Department's offer to let only David Weiss, the U.S. attorney from Delaware, uh, testify before the committee. No. Jim Jordan wants more. He wants, he wants Merrick Garland. He wants other people. Because apparently you take the IRS whistleblowers with the FBI whistleblowers and now you add Devin Archer's testimony to the mix let me assure you folks the deep state the administrative state they are nervous and scared out of their ever-loving wits they are because you know they they just don't Two people are getting too close. Trump is getting way too popular. It's like, what do you mean, getting popular? He's been there. So, my goodness. So, yeah, this is pretty nuts. I mean, my gosh. God bless Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. He was the one who, who showed the FD-1023 bribery allegations memo from the FBI. You know, and yet, the more the deep state, the more the corruption of the Bidens and various others is coming to light, the more they get scared, the more they're going to 
get Jack Smith to pile on more charges, more, uh, I mean, <laughs> I love what President Trump said <laughs> last night in Montgomery, Alabama, uh, speaking at the Alabama GOP summer uh, dinner. I mean, big place, big, huge venue there in Montgomery, about 3,000 folks there. And he and Trump was right, still on his game. He, he said, uh, I, I think, I, I don't know if he was kidding or, or what, but he says, all I need is one more indictment and I got the election. And I'm like, and I, and I had to stop for a minute and just go, wait a minute, he might be, he might be right. I mean, we still haven't heard from uh, we still haven't heard from Georgia and that's Fanny uh, Fanny whatever her name is uh, the George Soros bought and paid for slave down there in Atlanta, just like Alvin Bragg in New York. Oh, we're just going we're we're waiting and we're and and of course and the Fulton County Sheriff. I don't know who this dang fool Negro is, but. It's like, we're going to treat Trump like anybody else, and we're going to get a mugshot, and you're going to leak it to the mainstream press thing, how much of a badass you are. I'm thinking how much of a freaking idiot you are, grandstander. I mean, it was bad enough, according to some, who, some reporters who were there. You had the U.S. Marshal Service letting in these Capitol Hill cops who were the celebrities... You know, they go to the January 6th kangaroo court and they're having their crocodile tears. <laughs> it's like, and now apparently they're celebrities and they're getting treated. It's like, you freaking idiots. You're cowards. You're just cowardly Keystone cops. Because the U.S. Capitol Police has got a whole lot of problems. Okay? You got the grandstanders, you know, like the boy band there it's like who got all this treatment you know star treatment from cnn mslsd and whatever <coughs> oh and oh how brave you are it's like brave my arse they i mean if you're just doing you're a cop you're basically a boy band with badges and a gun please there's nothing courageous about you it's nothing courageous about what you did on january 6th and the fact that you're grandstanding you know, getting all this star treatment while at Trump's arraignment, I'm like, gag me. And besides, if you're so brave, why didn't Stephen Sund, the former Capitol Police, Cap, U.S. Capitol Police Chief, why did he not testify before the all-knowing, all-powerful, all-nauseating J6 Kangaroo Court? Hmm. Tucker Carlson got that. And when Tucker Carlson's interview with him, the lost interview that Fox never played before Tucker Carlson got fired, hmm, where's that? Nowhere did, and it took the National Pulse, a great, great uh, news, organ, news organization. I mean, I got a subscription. But these people had to you know, what, what's going on here? I mean, heck, even the chief wrote a book about it. Why was he not asked to come and 
testify before the committee? Well, simple. Because he knew what the truth was. He totally knew what the truth was. There were feds everywhere. And mixing in the crowd as if they were Trump supporters. He knew. He knew. And he was left out of the picture. Related story on that one. Now, I don't know what the deal is, but recently on CNN, the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, the San Francisco freak. Ugh. Anyway, so she's going on CNN absolutely putting forth the nonsensical idea that she and Schmucky Chucky Schumer pleaded with Trump to send the National Guard. I'm like, WTF, woman, you drunken old hag. People know, people who actually paid attention know, you did no such thing and neither did Schumer. No, 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 no. Between you and Muriel Bowser and others who knew what the point, you knew it. You knew it, you knew it, you knew it, you lying drunk witch. You knew it. You didn't beg for nothing. Trump was ahead of the game. And you even have uh, Miller, Chris Miller, who was the acting Secretary of Defense at the time, saying that, hey, Trump did ask for it. He asked for a, quite a few. But somehow, someway, Nancy Nancy Pelosi screwed it up, put a major league monkey wrench in it, and the place went bonkers. And even Stephen Sun, the former police chief, was blown away because he knew that intel that intel was floating around, floating around about you know all these potential problems with January sixth, but. He wasn't privy to it as the police chief. So I'm thinking, what the heck? So, Nancy, sorry, your 15 seconds of fame are over, and your boy Schmucky Chucky, no, you didn't plead nothing with Trump. You helped cause it, not try to prevent it, so get over it. Sorry. But, uh, anyway. But, ha <laughs> ha! <coughs> but one last little story for you guys. Because this is a perfect example of the mainstream media, Trump derangement syndrome, and why liberalism is a mental disorder, to borrow from the title of Michael Savage's book. This is more than just liberalism. This is totalitarianism. This is a perfect example of why <laughs> of why you cannot deal some people cannot be reasoned with. They just can't because they are in a world that is just all messed up. Case in point. The new the, the blaze uh put up a story today headline mega rich leftist joy behar actually says economy is booming 
people are having an easier time putting bread on the table in, de in defense of Biden. <laughs> I'm going to laugh my butt off over this. Because remember, this is Joy Behar, the queen of the shrews of The View. She gets seven freaking million dollars to do this show and to act like a deranged patient. Now, <laughs> I, I gotta play this. I, I gotta play this little clip because I'll tell you, it's going to it's going to show how arrogant, how detached from reality, and how much this woman needs to be seriously smacked upside the head for being a total elitist. So hold on, folks. This is going to get fun. Here we go. Oop, got it. Joe Biden, let me just say something about Joe Biden. According to what I'm observing, the economy is booming. Yeah. Inflation is down. The stock market is doing well. Uh, people are having an easier time putting bread on the table, etc. He doesn't seem to be getting the credit for that. Only 41% approval. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him. Particularly. Well, it's a question for Democrats. But I think, no, it's a question for you, really, because what? you said you would not well, vote. Well, she's not voting. No, 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 but you said you would not vote. One vote. One vote. One vote. I'm, I, I Every vote not, counts, and your vote counts, and I'm going to tell you why, again, but I know you don't want to hear it. Why is Okay, okay, this is enough. Sonny Hostin being Sonny, and she's a ditz, a serious ditz, an elitist ditz. But anyway, enough said. Di <laughs> I, I, I got to show you this. I, I got to tell you all this. Now, Real Clear Politics did a story uh, on Joy Behar's claims and some of the people who commented on their article were like, oh my gosh. I mean, this is, this isn't me. I didn't do any of this. I didn't comment on this. I didn't even know Real Clear Politics even ran a story on this until I, I read what I read in The Blaze. But you'll love some of this. Now, some of the people who commented, and, so, and no names were given, but well, 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 Joy Behar's let them eat cake moment. Bread on the table is probably all the average folks can afford these days, quote unquote. That was one commenter. Another one, must be nice to be a dried up communist, raking in seven figures for doing nothing but spewing lies, propaganda, and censorship on behalf of the Democrat Party's communist dictatorship unquote unquote that was another person who commented on this <laughs> oh there's more just a couple more but i think this will tell you uh a little bit about the sentiment of the average american another one this woman is a joke i'm retired and on a budget the price of gas has doubled in the past three years at my gas station my grocery bill is 25% higher, and the cost of other services is a minimum 20% higher. And she thinks I'm having an easier time putting bread on the table? This is a prime example of Democrat thought. The problem is, it's not, it is not true, in capital letters, quote unquote. Now this one, <laughs> love it. 
Was this recorded in 2020? Um, it certainly bears no resemblance to the Biden's regime's record on the economy, quote unquote. <laughs> this is just a small example, a small example of what people are thinking. The average American. This woman is goofy. She's detached from reality. She's delusional. I mean, heck, I'm certainly not rich. Heck, I can't, <laughs> I barely get five figures, much less seven. So no, I'm not a wealthy man. No, it's not easy for me to keep food on the table, honey. I mean, when was the last time you were ever actually in a grocery store or do you have one of your servants go shopping for you? Hmm? I don't know. But Joy Behar proving once again why stupidity doesn't discriminate. Pure and simple. And with that, my friends, I'm going to say so long for now. Have yourself a terrific weekend. I certainly intend to be back on Monday because I have a feeling a lot of this is this is just the start and here we are just going into the first week of august and oh boy is it hot and i'm not just talking the weather so for now friends have yourself a great rest of the weekend god bless you everybody see y'all next week and until then patriots still come in all colors <laughs>